Your inner geek wants to come out and play. But where to go? Join Vernon Wells, the ultimate club where you and your fellow geeks can hang out, play games, and just nerd out 24-7. Whether you love RPGs, video games, or are just a major fan of sci-fi and geek culture, Vernon Wells has something for everyone. Let your geek flag fly at Vernon Wells. Sign up today and see for yourself. VNW.club. That's VNW.club. Ladies, gentlemen, geeks of all ages, you are now entering BJ Shea's Geek Nation. Welcome. Yeah, welcome to BJ Shea's Geek Nation. I am the Reverend Enfuego. Across from me is nobody because due to, well, you know what's going on. Well, we haven't had a chance to uh, get into the studios to do a podcast, but that doesn't mean we don't have content for you. And thank you guys for listening. If you want to get a hold of me, you can do so. BJGeekNation at gmail.com. Super simple on that. Go to BJGeekNation.com to get all of the links to all of our social media. We're still posting stuff, and we will be getting back to a regular schedule of podcasts very soon. We'll let you know all about that and uh, as we're going along. We still have episodes that are coming out. I will be doing this one today with a very special guest, which you may know as Gareth von Kallenbach. And then uh, in the next couple of days, we'll be still talking with people out there, uh, some friends of ours who... Uh, do some writing and then also just you know some of our friends uh, who we normally talk to like Scott from Comics Dungeon and so on and so forth we still have content for you and we'll still be figuring it out as we keep on going along but seriously thank you guys for listening to us and uh, if you have a chance go ahead and give us some down uh, some downloads on on however which way you catch our podcast but also give us some reviews some ratings uh, those five stars and the offer is still valid out there you guys if you want to get a completely random comic book from my gigantic pull box of random comics that I got from Destiny City Comics in Tacoma back when they did their Indiegogo with uh, with Ethan HD, uh, well, you just give us the review. Let us know that you did. Send us a screenshot or you know some sort of way to let us know that we did that. And I'll mail it to you. And I'll sign something. And we'll get everyone to sign a little placard from BJ Shea's Geek Nation to prove that, hey... You care about us. <laughs> now, we do have a lot of news coming from the internet in terms of video games. And I had a chance to talk with Gareth Von Kallenbach. So we're just going to go with this, with Gareth Von Kallenbach. And we'll be talking more about uh, all this stuff that's been going on with all of this with him. And we'll just get right to it. Gareth Von Kallenbach joins us from Skewed and Reviewed, that is SKNR.net. And Gareth, you told me some stuff that I was really excited for to talk about, but then you said there's a little bit of breaking news, and some of it might uh, be around some of the video games we were hoping to see this year, and one of them being Last of Us 2. What's going on? Correct. Well, at this point, it is just a unsubstantiated rumor, and uh, but there is a little bit of uh, traction to it, obviously. And so, as we know, The Last of Us 2 got delayed, and it was um, scheduled to come out later this year. Um, but what we're finding out is that Amazon had um, listings for it on their pages, as they do. The page out of Italy, uh, Amazon Italy, apparently has removed the game. And so some people are saying, okay, this could be an indication of a possible delay. It's also important to know this could also be a matter of being sensitive with the situation over in Italy right oh, now. They gosh, could simply yeah. be saying, we're not going to be advertising a play game. But the fact that it has been pulled from the 
list, as it were, uh, on that side has got people wondering. You know, it's just came in a few moments ago, so we haven't been able to track if there's anything uh, to it in terms of uh, it coming off the U.S. pages or anything like that. But, you know, it again has got people thinking, is there a delay coming up and uh, so on. And I mean, at this point in time, everything is fluid. So as the information as we're recording right now, it may have changed or it may, uh, you know, uh, all of it may come to light. So definitely check out your website because I know you're keeping up on that. Um, Another thing on that is also Call of Duty. What's going on now with Call of Duty? Okay, well, so as we've talked about in the past, we know that uh, we have Call of Duty Warzone has come out, the free upgrade. It's been uh, very popular. And, of course, all eyes are starting to look toward the next game. Usually in April, we get a bit of a, a tease as to what's coming, a reveal at E3, so on and so forth. And as you know, and you just mentioned everything is up in the air right now. So <laughs> we've been told that um, it was traditionally, now they have three developers. Infinity Ward did the last one. It was Sledgehammer's turn and then Treyarch. And we'd been told that uh, they were going to forego Sledgehammer and go straight into Treyarch. And what we're hearing uh, this morning is, oh, actually, uh, I heard rumors the other day a lot more this morning, was that it is indeed a new Black Ops game. But it is being done with Treyarch and uh, support from Sledgehammer and Raven. And Raven traditionally has done the online components to these games. Now, what we're told is it's being done under the codename of Project Zeus, but it's uh, likely to be Call of Duty Black Ops. They're apparently going to do a reboot of the franchise similar to as they did with Modern Warfare. So instead of calling it Modern Warfare 4, they just said Modern Warfare off you go. And since we had Black Ops 4 already, which was a pretty much online-only experience, they're apparently looking to just uh, start it all over. Now, we're hearing real interesting things about it, like characters, Alex Mason, Sergeant Woods from the previous games will be back, but there'll be new actors playing them. And apparently the campaign may involve the Cold War, but have a heavy focus on the Vietnam era and such. And some of the early Black Ops games made mention to that because they jumped through time and had like younger versions of characters, older versions. We've only had uh, Call of Duty World at War was the only one that really dealt with the Pacific Rim. And there's been a lot of talk from people saying, you know, we need to see Vietnam, we need to see the Korean War, these sort of things in Call of Duty games. And uh, this may be their attempt to do that by being able to say we're going to jump to the 50s, 60s, 70s, and then also jump to the modern era. I mean, yeah, and it makes sense also if you're going, like you said, from just a fully almost on all uh, all online game to uh, something that's going to be more along the lines of what it used to be to just to kind of go back to that name. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. And just attaching another number to that means it would be, you know, something you would imagine to be the the same lines or the same thoughts or at least going along the same pattern. So if you're going away from that, but keeping the same theme, it, it makes sense with what they've already done. Oh, exactly. And if you look at the recent years, I mean, yes, we had Advanced Warfare, we had Ghost, we had Infinite Warfare, so on and so forth, Call of Duty, World War II. Activision will tell you flat out, the ones that sell are Modern Warfare and Black Ops. I mean, they all sell extremely well, but the ones that people really go crazy for are the ones that have had Modern Warfare and Black Ops in the title. So there you have it. Uh, always interesting to see stuff that's going on along those lines, especially with Call of Duty and all the different versions and iterations and companies they have working with that. Uh, you did mention like new voice actors for that. And uh, now, 
moving beyond that, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is going to be doing some voice acting for some uh, for some video games, correct? Or just a video game? Well, right now we have him appearing in uh, the upcoming PS4 exclusive Alien, uh, excuse me, Alien Predator Hunting Ground. And I uh, got to play this at PAX uh, West last year. Quite an interesting game. The other day we heard that Arnold is going to be uh, adding his voice to the game. Now, people think it might be just a simple cutscene or something like that. And, you know, we've had a lot of people saying, oh, you got to have Get to the Choppa and things like that included. <laughs> what really got people talking, though, was they recently put out, as they do, new character expansions for the Mortal Kombat games. And one of the new characters was the Terminator. And people were saying it was really odd that, at least to them, that Arnold did not add his voice to the Terminator, but he added his voice to the Predator game. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. And I, and I said, well, you have to remember, there's a lot of factors that go into things like this. I mean, just off the top of my head, was he available timing-wise? Did they even want him and approach him? Was the money uh, an issue? I mean, oh, yeah. they could simply say, he's going to want too much money. It's out of our budget. Let's use, use an in-house voice and stuff like this. Whereas something like Terminator, it's uh, you know an exclusive title. You've got the Terminator with uh, Predator. You have uh, you know something where they said, okay, let's uh, let's really take this up a level. And maybe when they were working out the budget, it was planned from the beginning. Because remember, that's a core component of a launch title. This is not a DLC add-on. So yeah, okay, you know who knows? But um, it is definitely interesting speculators are going to speculate on that too i mean if you see it's like well why didn't you do this and like you said there's so many different factors i mean it would be amazing that if he was in there and it's kind of a i mean it's a super fun easter egg at that point but when you're looking at business you a lot of the times you're just not going to be able to budget that sort of thing like just like you said oh exactly and you know and like i said it could be as simple as a you know what uh we need you to come to this place and do the dialogue. And he's in California saying, you know, I'm a little busy. I could run down to the studio in LA and do, Oh no, no, we need you to come to the corporate headquarters or whatever like that and do it. And then, you know, the money's mentioned and it's like, wow, you know, cause there was a big issue recently that we talked about where the uh, screen actor guild had to get involved over, um, you know, minimum salaries for voice acting, talent, talent, residuals, things like that. Mm -hmm. And I know when they go in for a Hollywood person, they have a different uh, setup. But I mean, let's be honest, anyone will tell you the amount of money they get for a film, a TV show, a commercial and a video game voiceover is radically different. You know, you're oh, gosh, yeah. not going to see your million dollar payday <laughs> uh, for coming in and voicing some lines in a video game. So I think for a lot of people, it comes down to, do I even bother? And in some cases, you know, you have a thing like Predator where Arnold could say, you know what, I'm really invested in the franchise. Why not? And other people say, well, how can he not be invested in the Terminator franchise? Well, let's not forget Dark Fate also uh, didn't mm. do what they expected at the box office. So maybe he said, you know, all the other factors in that, not this one, but I'll do the Predator one. Yep. And I mean, if you if you want to get your fix of uh, Arnold, you can get on his TikTok because he's in there. He's hanging out with his uh, his donkey and his uh, mini horse. He's got Lulu and whiskey. We've saw, <laughs> I've seen some videos of him doing that, talking about how to stay prepared and stay safe and all of this. But if you really want to get your fix with him and some farm animals, you can do it that way. <laughs> oh, yeah. He had a great one the other 
he had one the other day from his hot tub oh, where gosh. he was smoking a cigar and the dog was in the background. And it, it was like the greatest thing in the world because <laughs> they're just such entertaining but common sense videos. And he was calling out the people in Florida saying, you know, essentially, are you stupid for going to the beach? Get You've off been the told beach. what to do. So, yeah. Get <laughs> just, off the beach. You know, get to the don't chopper. do it. <laughs> I love it. So, I mean, yeah, you can get your fix of Arnold anywhere on that. Let's get to some big news, though, because PlayStation 5 dropped their specs, and this is very exciting. Yes. Well, you know, it's interesting because what they presented was really exciting, but the backlash has been kind of mixed. I've known people who've said to me, you know, I'm actually more excited about the new Xbox console than I am this one. And I said, well, what exactly is your concern oh well you know they didn't like the um how do we put it they felt it was kind of a low energy reveal and their Uh you know attitude to me was we've already seen what the new console for the xbox is going to look like and we've going to see this and we've seen this and then they came back to the backwards compatibility saying well you know they said they've only done a hundred of the top uh, PS4 games and so on and so forth. And of course, my attitude on it is when a new console has moved, has come out, I'm moved on from the other games. I mean, I get that there are still some people that want to play older ones and stuff like that. But for me, that's why you keep the previous generation console around. I don't mm-hmm. really care if my system, I, I get it if you are just now buying your first console and you want to play the four and the five. But what really got me was, you know, they, they come out and they mentioned that they very impressed specs. And then you hear the things that aren't really being, um, accented. You know, everybody knows about the teraflops and the cores and the gigahertz <laughs> and all the tech talk, but then you hear things like better than Dolby Atmos sound quality through any sound source, things like that. <laughs> and then the thing about the controller is what I keep coming back to. We talked about this before, but the triggers have the variable tension. So like, as it was explained to me, you're shooting a bow and arrow, say horizon zero dawn, you get much heavier tension required to pull back the trigger. Mm-hmm. You're playing a shooter and all of a sudden you got a hair trigger and it's bop, bop, bop. It goes down much easier without the tension. And then you hear stories wow. like some of the rumble effects will be a little more, uh, enhanced as it was told to me, getting hit by a bullet is going to feel different than crashing your car into a wall. And I thought, yeah, you know, it's an immersive experience. And, you know, the thing about this that people don't realize is that this, as we understand, it was essentially what they were planning to do at the game developers conference that got canceled. We're starting to get some virtual, uh, releases and stuff like that. That is a show that is mainly, uh, the tech industry, the gaming industry, dropping the news there. This is not the big reveal. So I think that was the big difference. This was essentially, we're going to you know, publicly acknowledge it, even though they've done that. Here are the hardware specs. And people are saying, well, where were the launch titles? And where were the pictures of the console? Well, that's never been the way they operate. I mean, even with the four, they had a stream in February. They kept it quiet. They revealed it at E3. That's when you got the price. That's when you got to look at the, the system. And, you know, and now we've been here. They're saying officially that it still should launch this year. But then there are people saying that because of what's going on, these consoles may not launch until next year. I'm saying it's still early in the process. And as I said to the guy who said he was more excited about the um, Xbox, 
it's all coming down to the exclusives. Mm -hmm. And, you know, traditionally, Microsoft has had a problem with AAA exclusives, and the ones that they have have been available on PC, which cuts down the enthusiasm for getting a system. Whereas here's Sony sitting over here, you know, just off the top of my head. Yes, some of them are starting to come to PC now, but, you know, they could go on and on. Spider-Man, The Last of Us 2, Uncharted, um, Horizon Zero Dawn, on and on and on and on. You want to play these games, you're only going to get them on a PlayStation. And yeah. there you go. And I, I don't <laughs> see any reason for that not to continue. They are mm-hmm. going to have the exclusives. And it's one of those things that it's always sort of been that. So, I mean, I'm excited to look and see about the the new Xbox. Uh, I recently just, I mean, it was, I mean, almost two years ago now that I purchased my PlayStation 4, but I'm still quite happy with it. So, I mean, having a little bit of delay is kind of be, is going to be kind of nice for me on that end, but getting the delay on games or possibly the consoles is still something that no one is looking forward to, especially these big companies who put so much into these. Exactly. And what I think may happen is I'm thinking it may be similar to what happened when some of the uh, the Wii, uh, their first Wii and the Switch came out. They're around, but supplies are limited. Um, you know, you either, I, if I remember correctly with the Wii, we were on a wait list for a couple months to pick one up. And lo and behold, we went down to Disneyland, popped into the Target to get some Band-Aids and uh there were six of them sitting on the shelf that had just come in. So I just grabbed one. They literally, they said within like the last hour, just put them out. So it was like done. And the same thing with the switch. You remember they were in limited supply. I went into a store to pick up something and uh, lo and behold, they have a, they had like four of them sitting on the front table. And I just like (laughs) grabbed one before I even decided for sure I was going to get it, grabbed it and just walked around with it, got on the phone. Hey, hon, what do you think about this? And you know, There you have it. I haven't bought so it yet, honey. I think Don't that worry. Maybe, yeah, I think that may be how it, uh, how it plays out. Awesome. And then finally, we need a game review because everyone's cooped up and everyone wants to know, is Doom Eternal worth it? Oh, absolutely. Now, uh, I am going to say you better have some patience uh, when you play this game because it is is difficult. Uh, one of the biggest tricks, and even on the lower settings, and thankfully it does have a variable difficulty setting so you can find what you want. The trick that people are going to have to learn is that this is not a traditional shooter in that you kill everything on the screen. There are times that you have to do that. There are times when just saying, you know, I'm low on health, I'm low on ammunition, I'm going to make a beeline straight to the exit Ooh. is the better course of action. Now, where they get me is I actually had to struggle with this this morning. There were several segments of timed jumps, and this involved platforms that the moment you landed on would soon zip into the water. I mean, into the lava. So you had to literally jump, do your dash through the air, grab the next one and climb up, and you had to work your way around. And then I'm sitting there, and then when you get to the top – you have to make these leaps and grab these little poles and spin from the one to the other to the other onto the ground. And right when you come to the ground, there's a welcoming committee waiting for you. Now, fortunately, it was pretty generous with its save point that once you got off the uh, the area, but it, I want to say it probably took me a good 30 minutes or so just to figure out how to get through that one area. Damn, dude. Then you get to the ground and then it's, you're not going to run and here's one bad guy after another after another. Um, but it's beautiful. I mean, it absolutely looks fantastic. It's incredibly fast paced. 
and it's very engaging. Now, another thing that people are going to have an issue with, and I have not been able to play this too much because um, it's just coming out now, and at the time that I was playing it, the full multiplayer option was not heavily populated. Right now, they do not have the traditional deathmatch or team deathmatch that people are looking, uh, that you are used to seeing. What they basically have is that um, a player will play like a boss demon, and a couple of other players will be the Doomslayer. Oh. Take you down. So that's kind of where the uh, challenge arises. Oh, interesting. So, I mean, like having some sort of uh, uh, sort of multiplayer, like boss monster concept to that seems like a, like a fun idea, at least. Exactly. And of course, you know, they're not saying, oh, this is coming, this is not coming. But the point is, it has a multiplayer mode, and that's been a big uh, point that people have made about Bethesda recently, is that some of the games like Rage 2, um, you know, Wolfenstein have moved away from having a traditional multiplayer component, as um, this one does have a multiplayer component, but it is not the deathmatch, uh, mm-hmm. team deathmatch that people have seen in the past. We saw that in their previous Doom game. Not to say it won't appear in, in the future, but this is what they're coming up with right now. And it's just, yeah, it'll let you know, like, it might come down, and it probably will because that's a staple when it comes down to any sort of Doom game, like Doom or Quake. I remember a lot with all of those. So just expect it not to be there. Play through the game itself, and then you can have this fun little sort of uh, online uh, deathmatch E type sort of thing. And as it comes down, it'll it'll probably come out. I mean, this is what we've always expected from these guys anyway. Exactly. And see, the beautiful thing about that is this is not unprecedented. I mean, going back in the day, Half-Life 2 and Unreal shipped without multiplay and was patched in at a later date. So, in fact, I still remember uh, very clearly Half-Life 2 finishing the game. And just as I was done, I said, "Okay, let me go online, have a look to see if... um, you know, there's any news about expansion or anything. And like five minutes before that, they had just said, multiplayer patch now available. Here you go. And I was <laughs> yeah. like, that, talk about the perf. That's the best timing in the world. <laughs> exactly. And I mean, even if you go and you say you, you play Doom Eternal, which sounds more like a Dark Souls game than anything else, and say you manage to beat it and you're just tired of it, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, I don't have any other games. Guess what? There... If you're stuck at home, there's something that you can do, which is super simple, which I've done, which is I got the Xbox Gold Game Pass. I know PlayStation Plus has the same thing as well, where you get free games that you can play. So, And there's there's so many other free games out there, and there's so much to do. Like, If for some reason you manage to beat Doom Eternal and you suddenly get bored with it before it gets all the multiplayer out, there's plenty of other stuff that you can play out there uh, to do to take your mind off of everything. Oh, exactly. And a lot of games have released uh, DLC recently. I mean, we've already talked about Call of Duty, who Mm -hmm. had the free update. And the great thing about that is, even if you don't have Modern Warfare, Warzone is downloadable. If you don't like Battle Royale, there's a um, mode in it called Plunder, where it's essentially team-based, where you try to steal money, take out other players, and uh, extract it. And the beautiful thing is, it's not the one and done, that if you get taken out, you're immediately out of the game. You wait for a moment to respond so you know you can get in and play that and that's completely free to play unless you decide to mod it and customize it out i mean there have been various games like the division 2 has put out some mm-hmm. a very large dlc recently as well as some season one content 
And I think you're going to see more of that. We're already seeing, um, you know, switching gears. That we've heard this whole thing about the uh, theatrical movie releases uh-huh. are being put on demand. And I believe me, I, I know that's literally an entirely other segment alone we could do about <laughs> potential repercussions from that. Uh, on the theater industry. I mean, I, I don't think that's going to be something the theaters are overly happy with and will not forget going forward. But, yeah. um, you know, you're seeing this whole thing of people saying, we're going to change up things and this is how it's going to be done. And you're seeing people saying, you know what, here are some of these older games and we're going to make these readily available to you. And other people are saying, well, here's some patches, here's some content. And, um, I think that's it. They're essentially making sure that we have plenty of options out there, and that's the big thing. And the beautiful thing about Doom is that it's not as intense as Dark Souls in terms of you're not going to sit there. (laughs) It is difficult. It is challenging. But there are large segments that you'll go through without having a problem. I mean, I was able to, you know, got bogged down in an area, went for a good 30, 40 minutes, said, okay, yeah, I'm rolling, I'm rolling, I've got this, I've got this. And then all of a sudden you get smacked down. But see, the beautiful thing is you learn from it. Yeah. You get smacked down and it's okay. I'm not going to take this guy on. I'm going to do this, this, and then come back. It was the only part I ever really got to it where I was ready to curse was the time jumps. I mean, it was yeah. like, are you serious? And, uh, you know, once, <laughs> but then I figured it out and I'm like, okay, cool. I'm, I'm ready to go. And remember most of the time I know like with me and with you, like we'll be isolated when we're gaming. Now we might be isolated with our friends or at least our family and our pets. So if you do a uh, nerd rage a little bit, um, I don't know, maybe yell into a towel or something. So it's a little less loud. <laughs> I know. And see, and that's what, I, that's the frustrating thing about this in a good way is that, I got to play it uh, a few days before release, and we got an email the other day saying, okay, we're going to turn on – originally, the multiplayer was not going to be available until launch, and then they told us – we got an email saying, okay, it's available now, but understand because there's only a few review copies in circulation, you may not be able to match – right off because you know you may have to wait until launch and i've got a couple of uh friends staff members various people they've all got their pre-order and they're all waiting for you know for their release and then they have to get it then they have to download it which is the (laughs) part and i'm like okay guys why don't we just make it simple we'll go for this weekend we'll find a time when you're not stuck doing errands or whatever um (laughs) and we'll all get together and we'll embarrass ourselves over this we'll you know stream it or something like that where we can get the you know the inevitable legion of comments of you suck you're awful especially from the folks who haven't even played the game yet which are always my favorite totally. the ones who don't even play it and are telling us how bad we are but you know that's part of the fun isn't it oh yeah absolutely i feel that this is going to bring the online communities even closer together and then everyone's going to make fun of us anyway we know how that goes and i've seen you i've seen you play on facebook uh, doing a little bit of a live streaming of it too so i mean i expect more of that from you as well Oh, exactly. And, you know, and and let's not forget Fallout 76 is getting closer and closer with the big updates. So, you know, you can get your custom armor out and start stomping around. And that's my game because I've been playing that. So I'm waiting for a couple of buddies to get on so we can run. But I I, I brought it back up. I got my character who I think now is level 70. So finishing out the main quest just to be ready for Wastelanders, which hits in April. And I mean, as many problems as Fallout 76 has had, I'm used to the system. I'm used to 
of Bethesda. This is essentially Fallout 4, just with a new skin and kind of like the DLC for it, even though it was a full game. But it's still, it's that game. So if you're, fu- you're having fun with that sort of game, you can get a good group of people and go around and have a fun time just doing that. And if you stream it, you can get made fun of. <laughs> Oh, exactly. And, and another thing, I, I completely forgot about this, but Borderlands 3 came to do uh, Steam the other day. Oh, so now wow. uh, those folks who said, you know, I don't want to play it on the Epic Game Store for whatever reason, can play it on Steam. And the beautiful thing is they allow crossplay. I started it up the really? other day, and there was a little check that said, do you want to allow crossplay with other PC users? And I was thinking, well, I've been doing that forever. And then I realized, oh, yeah, this is the Steam people. And so they're getting it there. And they've got the second of the four paid DLCs coming out at the end of the month. So you're seeing all these new Steam users who can pick the thing up at a pretty reasonable price, I understand, on Steam, rushing to get through the main campaign so they can get to a level to do the DLC. Then they try to get through the first (laughs) DLC. So they're already and It's hysterical because it's like, well, you've got until the 26, I believe it is. Uh, to get done, so they're they're racking in the hours trying to get up there. <laughs> See, look at us. We're here. We're here helping people out, trying to make all of this happen, showing off some good news and stuff. And you know, everything's going to be what it is. But gaming is one of those things that is uh, kind of eternal. Whether you're doing it via you know PC consoles or hell, even if you're just board gaming and doing stuff like that, plenty of stuff to keep us occupied and have a lot of fun. And a lot of news is out there. And Gareth, I know that you're on it with all of it. And we'll get updates and everything. Everything is fluid right now with all of it so go and check out skewed and reviewed you can find them on facebook you can find them on twitter you can find them just at sknr.net gareth thanks for keeping us informed buddy anytime take care thank you so much gareth again like i always say gareth on kalmbach at skewed and reviewed sknr.net if you want more game information any news all the stuff that's happening right now in the video game world in the real world it's all fluid so we're trying to keep as up to date as possible but let us know how you feel all about this bjgeeknation at gmail.com let us know some of the games that you've been playing some of the stuff that you've been doing while you've been uh, keeping yourself a little bit isolated and you know Go to Gareth Von Kallenbach to get all the news that's going on, and uh, it'll just be changing. All of it will be changing, but we'll be fine with that. We'll be cool. We'll be keeping posting on all the uh, Geek Nation websites and all of our social media. Get a hold of us, and maybe we can game together. And until next time, guys, stay nerdy. Your inner geek wants to come out and play, but where to? Go! Join Vernon Wells, the ultimate club where you and your fellow geeks can hang out, play games, and just nerd out 24-7. Whether you love RPGs, video games, or are just a major fan of sci-fi and geek culture, Vernon Wells has something for everyone. Let your geek flag fly at Vernon Wells. Sign up today and see for yourself. VNW.club. That's VNW.club.